Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here at the Dream Factory are simple, John. We can discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one of those ideas will make it through to the next stage, where it'll be screened to disgrace musicians everywhere in a bid to end all prejudice. I'm Joel, a man who puts the treat in 21 Jump Street, and across from me is John Harris, a man who has spent the last week trying to organise a giant screening of 22 Jump Street... <laughs> He claims by virtue of it being a bigger, better, bolder movie than the first, it could bring about peace in the Middle East. Isn't that right, John? Yeah. I just think, look, we've got to try these things. No wonder they've never released 23 Jump Street. I mean, what's that? The the pressure on it. The political pressure on 23 Jump Street is enormous. It is enormous. Well, it was going to be, there was talks, you know, when they had that big Sony email leak, there were talks of Mm. a Men in Black 20 Jump Street crossover. Yeah. So maybe. So exciting. We could have had peace amongst all humans and aliens. And Will Smith and Chris Rock, maybe. That could have been part of the plot. Hello. Jonah Hill Smith. Fair. Something, something, no. something, there's not anything there, is there? <laughs> it's a pun, and that's... Ba- it's a weak pun, and that's basically Chan- what this whole Channing podcast Tate, is. Channing Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> that, no, that's... All right, well... Is that well, good? Michael think, Jackson's in one of the Men in Black. Yeah, he, he is. <laughs> there's definitely something in that, Joel. Is the, I think- is the claim that he's an alien? I can't remember. I just remember him being on a big screen. No, well, no, the implication is that he is a man in black, isn't it? He's wearing one of the suits and stuff. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, you would yeah. think that the, the punchline would be that he's an alien, but maybe he wasn't too keen on that. And he was like, now I want to be one on. of the spies. I'd love to be a man in black. Yeah? I really would. Hopefully that's one of the films our listeners have pitched today. Joel is the lead in Men in Black 4, saving the franchise. But let's find out. Here's one from Oscar, Blade Runner. A tragic documentary about running with scissors, which hasn't, I'll be honest, hasn't been as great a threat to my life as it maybe was made out in primary school that it would be. I was, that was my exact same thought. But then maybe it was the preventative measure of them always going on about how dangerous running with scissors is meant that, ne- like, yeah. but you're right. I, I would say number one concern at school was running with scissors based mm. injuries. John, you're a dad. Um, yes. And you seem, to, you seem to be a pretty capable dad from the evidence that I've seen. How, what's what's your approach? Because I, is there like a school of thought that you let the kid touch the hob once and then they know about hot things? Is it like you let them cut off one thing, finger with scissors 
and then they learn the lesson. True. I've got like the top of my little finger cut off. So have you? And that taught me never to play hide and seek no behind way. doors. Show me your hands this second. Can you see? Whoa! But hang on, it's still you've got a nail. Yeah. Um, so what, what? How did you? What, did you remove some of your finger halfway through? They, you take a chunk out of the middle of it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know why the nail grew back. They they said it wouldn't grow back, but it did grow back. Your, that's your superpower. Let's cut something <laughs> else off. Um, uh, yeah. What happened? I was playing hide and seek with my brother, uh, and I hid behind and you the try, door. You tried to, to hide. You try to hide yourself, tiny piece by tiny piece. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on, go on. <laughs> no, I just hid behind the door. My hand was sort of in the, the hinge. Um, well, that finger was in the hinge and he slammed that door. Oh, how... As an older brother, was he? Or were yeah. you... Oh, man, that's going to be... You're going to feel pretty guilty. Did he try to do the classic, get you to cover it up, don't tell the parents, or was it too serious immediately? I think it was clear that it was too serious immediately. Mm. It was pretty harrowing stuff. How um, old are you? I was... I believe I was eight. Oh, oh, that's a pretty developed finger as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they went to the, we took me to the hospital. I can't then, believe in a decade of knowing you, <laughs> I've never go. found this out. We've been for so many manicures together. <laughs> took me to the hospital and they said, can you go get the bit back? And then they brought it and then they were like, no, that's too mangled. <laughs> <laughs> but what about the finger? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, that's uh, good stuff. So running with scissors, the dangers of running with scissors is the topic of this documentary do you know i always think about i think about blade runner most weeks because it feels like such a rich title for stupid stupidity right i don't know why i think blade we've had a gunner. few variations blade exactly. gunner an arsenal fan turns out to be a replicant uh blade gunner a sheffield united fan owns a gun you know the, the possibilities are endless but no documentary of running with scissors maybe it's an incredibly harrowing film that you show to school children yes. that's the topic of this movie clockwork orange style pinned yeah, eyes yeah, open yeah. and all that pin their eyes open and they just watch people repeatedly mutilated with scissors when i worked <coughs> i when i worked in a high street department store now defunct which doesn't actually narrow it down to <laughs> high street department stores that are now defunct that you've, i worked in <laughs> you've mentioned you've mentioned it before by name so i'm not sure why you're being so secretive now okay well go and put the pieces together i don't know we we had to do training on the first day and one of the things we were shown was a video about office safety mm. and the production value and storyline to this video was just so far above and beyond what it needed to be. What it needed to be was, you know, like stick men in a warehouse falling over. Yeah. But it was it was a story of a young up and coming swimming athlete. <laughs> and the, the opening sequence was them in training and like setting PBs and just on to be an absolute record breaker. You know, like there was like an Olympic scout at the pool. And this guy was going to be the next big thing. He was going to be, you know, gold medal winning hope for team gb in the swimming and he got a saturday job to help supplement his training because it's not cheap you know of course yeah yeah, yeah. michael phelps famously was eating eight thousand calories a day these swimmers need to eat so they've got to work is that true yeah michael phelps on an eight thousand oh, calorie diet right he used to days. swim for like but didn't he used to swim for like six hours a day i don't want to swim that much but i do want to eat eight thousand. i know calories a day. it's so hard isn't it <laughs> but no i think he was eating like two kilos of pasta for breakfast i don't think it's like you know yeah. Delicious Mars bars. Anyway, Olympic hopeful teenager gets a Saturday job and then they're in the warehouse and I think they're looking for maybe a pair of shoes or something. And there's an irresponsible colleague and she's like, ah, oh, we don't really worry about the ladder in here. <coughs> we don't worry about the ladder or any of the systems or the 
safety goggles. We just jump up the shelves. They're so easy. You can just climb on the shelves. You're a fit young lad. Just climb up the shelves. John, he climbs up the shelves. He reaches for the shoe and he lands on his back. <laughs> Cut to, he's in hospital. And that lady was played by Judy Dench. <laughs> that lady was played by Judy Dench. And Helen Mirren was the teenage boy swimming <laughs> sensation. <laughs> and he's in hospital. And the doctor turns to the girl who's, I don't, I don't know why, the first visitor, um, and says, Wait, the girl from the warehouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and maybe she traveled in the ambulance. He says, um, we'll get him back to work, but he'll never swim again. And then he looked at the camera and that was the end. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, that was, I don't really know why I said that. Oh, um, Running With Scissors. Just really vivid memory of that. Of uh, You don't really receive it. When you grow up and you get, no, not grow up's not the right word, but when you move into like maybe more corporate office jobs, there's nowhere near that level of training. No. You just have to tick a little questionnaire online. The, the most, that's the most intense I've ever been trained for anything. Oh, mate. Well, this, I'm going to have to call this episode the health and safety special. We're getting quite a way through this episode already. And we've always spoken about is health and safety. Because that's what Hit we care about. Hit me with a film idea. It is what we care about. What about this one from Beck? Labyrinth. Like Labyrinth, but the female Goblin King whose tights are equally as tight as bows were. <laughs> it's the that's camel good. toe. Who, who would... Like a Lady Gaga? Who would play a freaky goblin queen? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to not focus on that part of the, the story. The elephant in the room. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to call yep. it that. Yeah, Lady but, Gaga. Mm-hmm. I was at Glastonbury Festival in 2009 when she played the other stage and it was a really big deal because she was like the hot artist on the scene. And I went and saw her for a bit and her outfit uh, uh, revealed her l- labyrinth. Um, on stage wow. so actually it's sort of you kind of lived this movie yeah what do you so mean it, it revealed it in what way just to the side like a uh what's it? <laughs> uh, like um like like a to what the they call it not jumpsuit that's all the way down uh what, what's a like a, a, a like a one-piece swimming suit but not oh for yeah swimming. like a body suit is that what it's called i don't know we're okay we're fashionistas it revealed it to the side so what she turned sideways and the crowd would gasp <laughs> Is that I right? Think it was, I don't think it was that. Like, uh, uh, look, let's let's move. That. Right, I prefer the health and safety chat. Let's give. How ca- what's your favorite uh, sign when in a supermarket and the, the floor's wet? What's that? <laughs> I like the ones that are bananas. <laughs> yeah, that's the only answer. They're right? great, aren't they? They're so good. <laughs> that was a great move. But they're pretty recent, I think. The bananas, the caution slipping <laughs> banana sign, because it makes slipping fun, <laughs> doesn't it? I couldn't sue this supermarket. They made There's it no fun. way. They made it fun. It, I have numerous times tried to buy them as bananas in supermarkets, though, which is confusing at the self-service checkout. Do you think I, if am, I, call I had this, a weird moment at a self-service checkout the other day, actually. Do you think if I call this episode the health and safety special, it will get fewer listens as a result? I think it's a good test. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, tell me about your own experience. I was in a supermarket and I was going to make this really... No, I did make, ultimately, this really nice peanut noodle dish. Yes, please. Um, and I needed a specific type of sesame. And I needed sesame seeds, yeah. right? And I was in the world food aisle, and I found some sesame seeds. And they're a bit more expensive than I was expecting. Uh, nuts and seeds always surprise me. They really creep up on you. They seem... Yes. Because they yeah. kind of seem of, they seem of the fruit and veg world. And then you go and buy a packet of nuts, and it's 15 quid. Yeah, a whole different world. <laughs> anyway, so I found, like... And it was like a branded Asian sesame seed tin. Mm. And they look fancy, but I thought, I'm making a nice dinner here. 
I'm even going to splash out on the sesame seeds. That's kind of the kind of mood I was in, John. Was it? I think it was a Friday night. And I got to the self-service checkout and I scanned all my items. And then I scanned my sesame seeds and it said, item not recognized. And I tried it a few times. It's weird. I've never seen that at a self-service checkout before. Item not recognized, item not recognized. I thought it was weird. And then so I went, I pressed the barcode button, you know, where you enter the barcode yourself. And that for me is the point where it tips over into, I'm employed by this supermarket now. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> when I'm typing in the numbers, I get a bit, and I, I don't like self And if there's a queue checkouts. forming behind you and you've got to type in 11 digit, oh, it's embarrassing. Oh, it's embarrassing. So I did that. Item not recognized, item not recognized. So eventually the red light starts flashing above my till, which means I need help. I mean, the screaming five minutes earlier should have alerted them <laughs> to that, but we had to wait for the red light. Uh, and a woman came over and I said to her, I want, hello, I would like to buy these sesame seeds. They won't scan. And she looked me dead in the eyes and she said, you can't buy these. <laughs> and then she took them off me and walked away. No, shut up. Yeah, that's what happened. What? Isn't that mad? <laughs> was this a chain supermarket? Yeah, it was a big one. What? That is so weird. It was so weird, man. It really creeped me out. And then I... I don't know. I was. I went back to the area. I I went back to the aisle with my bag yeah. of shopping to make sure they were there, and I hadn't imagined them. And there were about three tins there. And John, for about ten minutes, I thought about just stealing a tin of them. I don't like to admit it, but they wouldn't let me buy them. And I thought I need to. What's the secret? Is it like are there secretly like is there secretly a kilogram of cocaine in these tins? <laughs> like what's what's that going is on? Mad. Yeah, but I'm so anyway. That's kind of had me on the hook since then. I, I haven't stopped thinking about them. I, I was, might go back. I, deep down, I was hoping that you were going to tell me you'd went back to that aisle and there was none. That, that would be been... amazing. And then I couldn't find the woman again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll go back. I might go back and film it for the Dream Factory socials. Imagine, imagine, if, it, imagine if this is some sort of drugs cover up and you've accidentally busted it. They thought no one's going to buy think these no one's spending that. No one's spending that on sesame seeds. No one is spending seven ninety nine on sesame seeds. Morrison Supermarket. They've figured out how to traffic drugs. It's I'm sure it. That's quite. A, that's quite a good way to do it, actually. I completely I, outprice an item in the supermarket, and then you turn along. You put that through the self service. Beep beep. The self service recognizes that you're a customer. If you get what I mean, and you, you're allowed to buy the product. If an idiot like me turns up, you get denied. Oh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to bust this thing wide open. I including all those tins of sesame seeds. I think we've only done one film idea so far. Nah, we did one and a half. We sort of skirted around Labyrinth. Yeah, move on. Sorry. Move on from that. It's too sexy for us, John. Uh, what about this one from Stu? Palm Stings. Andy Samberg is trapped in a never ending loop of high fives. Oh, that's good. Uh, it took me so long to get that one because I didn't realise. I forgot about the fact palm can also mean the palm of your hand. It, and it would sting. It would, after I mean, high, it would really sting after all those high fives. So I'm I, quite a good clapper, and I, after a little while, I get really stingy hands. You're a good clapper. Uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say I'm annoyingly loud at clapping. Ah, is that is that good or is that just loud clapping? Well, okay. What 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 is your intended goal with a clap? To be loud, right? Uh, <laughs> whoa, no. You think you've got like oak? Your your clap is oaky and smooth or something? Is that what you're trying yeah. to tell me? <laughs> My clap's got character. My clap's got charm. <laughs> it's not just loud and boisterous. I don't think... And also, there's different claps for different times. Your clap may be, ironically, John, ideal at a football match. Yeah. But maybe not if you're watching the fucking ballet. Hmm? Hmm. Maybe you right. want to wind in your clap a little bit. Who do you think's got a good clap? I feel like an old, like, levery hands would, would give a good clap. Old levery hands? <laughs> Who's he? <laughs> He works at the local sh- supermarket. 
Yep. I'm he pushes the trolleys around. Um, so Andy Sandberg, wh- where would he be? Where he's, what's the kind of the groundhog thing where he has to give loads of high fives? Is he like, has he just finished an event and he's running down yeah. an aisle? And every time he gets to the end of the aisle, he goes back to the start of the aisle again. And ultimately he has to figure out an order that he has to high five all of these people in to break the curse. He is like a a superstar, like maybe he's a musician or maybe he's a comedian or something. And he's just finished like an amazing gig in arena and mm-hmm. he goes to the runs to this the seated section at the bottom to give everyone a high five. And as he's getting round and round, he thinks, This is more hype this is more people than I expected to be sat down here. And mm-hmm. it's only after a few goes that he realizes, yeah, he's just in a constant loop of high five oh, that scary. And at the beginning the euphoria, the sort of joy of the good show is sort of taking him through, but then yeah, pretty quickly he's losing his mind. Maybe there's one person who didn't enjoy the show, <gasps> so isn't giving him the high five, and that's that's the key. He has to win that. Oh, he has to keep giving them the perfect performance. Old leather hands ain't ain't raising his hand. Leather hands hates it, and he has to find <laughs> exactly the right song that leather hands will clap along to. And leather hands clap is so loud, <laughs> so obnoxious that it breaks the curse. That's good stuff, John. Well done. Um, how about this one from George, the fast of us, Dominic Toretto in a post cordyceps world. I, when I first read this, I realized I don't really know anything about the fast and the furious because I thought it was, I thought that said Donny Tourette, <laughs> the man from the band Towers of London, who were famous because he was on an episode of Another Man, the Buzzcocks. That That's is, what I thought it said. Oh which, I, I, that would also be good. Donny Tourette, it, it, just replace... Pedro Pascal's character with Donny Tourette in The Last of Us. They were like um, they were like caricatures of like punk rock. They were sort of like a cartoon version of the Sex Pistols um, yep. from the early noughties. So right, the the thing is with the Fast and the Furious universe, you know, they've done space, they've they've sort of done punching submarines. I don't think zombies is is too far out of the realms of possibilities. No, they're gonna have to start getting what's the word sort of more fantastical aren't they because they've done they've done everything in the real sphere they they could either go multiverse or they could start going fantasy and myth which would be pretty cool and from what um, from what i understand they sort of have an even sort of looser understanding on what dying means than like comic books do so lots of characters have sort of come back from the dead but maybe in this one some characters are literally coming back from the dead yeah. now as i th- <laughs> i think the villain needs to be someone who was buried with his car. Uh, just imagine imagine nice. the shot yeah, yeah, of yeah. a car coming out of the soil. That would be, <laughs> come on, that would be good. That would be great. Zombie cars is a really good idea. Yeah, so um, if if he like hits your rear bumper with his car, your car starts to become zombified. Nice. That's really good. Undead cars. I'm into that. That's a, actually quite a good idea. It feels like a fun schlocky B movie that would exist somewhere. Yeah. Um, Vin Diesel think- get in touch. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss wow nice yeah 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What about this one from Martin Everest? One man struggles against mounting odds to fit double glazing. Nice. That's good. It's a brand of glazing in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everest are one of the foremost uh, window glazing companies. And what would be Everest's Everest? For what reason would there be a need to change so many windows? Is it a certain building? Yeah, Is I was like going to say. a giant greenhouse? It it turns out that the architects of the Gherkin didn't think, and actually it's it's all single glazing. So they've nice. got to replace like the whole really Gherkin with double glazing. What about this, John? Tomatoes haven't existed in the UK for 10 years. There's a greenhouse in the home county somewhere and they've managed to finally get the first little bud of a tomato plant to grow and Everest are brought in to get that greenhouse ship, ship shapes so that we can finally have tomatoes back on our shelves. Oh uh, yeah, I like that. And then so they're like, as they're pulling panels of glass off, like wind and horrible rain and exactly. causing causing it to become more and more precarious. Feels like a Pixar short, a little tomato plant that has to be guarded and protected well it sort of is uh the beginning of it's sort of the plot of wally in some ways isn't it it's that's the whole point is that they he finds a plant on earth oh, and that's yeah. why eve comes and takes him on the subject of sort of heights and stuff have you seen this film the fall that people are going on about about is it the fall is that what it's called on netflix yeah 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 they get two girls get stuck up a tower is that right yeah how did they get up there in the first place they climbed up there for fun. Is that what? It, is that the plot? Yeah, they're like crazy. You know, they they're crazy TikTokers, John. They their content. Uh. They probably they probably started off, you know, making a top TikTok at the t- top of a stepladder. But you know how these things are. You have to get crazier and crazier to keep your audience entertained. And I think they climb a big pole, kind of like weather station kind of thing. And I'm guessing I'm, the ladder falls down behind them. Right? That's got to be the the plot. Yeah, you'd imagine so. Is there more to it, or is it just that? Is there like a existential threat? Do they fall out? I don't know. What's the What's the story? I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to fucking look up the plot. You'd think you think you get good signal up there to call the ser- services. The services quite hard to find it because there is that TV show called The Fall with Jamie Dornan and also very famously the band. So it's was the, it the third fall? most. I find it. It's the fall. Yeah, it's just called Fall. Oh, Fall. Wow, the plot's quite long. <laughs> Best friends. Duh, 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 they do some stuff. I don't know, man. It does seem like that is it, right? So this synopsis yeah. I found, they go up a 2,000 foot remote abandoned radio tower. Now their mm-hmm. expert climbing skills are put to the ultimate test as they desperately su- fight to survive the elements, a lack of supplies and vertigo inducing heights. Mm-hmm. People are watching they got it. Up there to, 
Yeah, people seem to really be watching it. But so. maybe people like a bit of schlocky fun, don't they? I don't know, John. Should we do our film ideas? Go on. Because at the moment, listeners are listening to us look at Wikipedia. I was just looking at the Google sort of search page, to be fair. Well, here's mine. The Living Daylight Savings Time. James Bond takes on a villain who's determined to make it daytime, 24 hours, 365 days a year. I don't know why he's doing it, but the guy in Quantum of Solace, I think, was just stealing all the water from the world. So it seems like a similar vibe. So he wants it to be daylight all the time. Yeah. So he's not. it's not like the sort of relatively reasonable thing that some people are like, it should probably just be British summertime all the time. No, 24-7 daylight. Wants to send the people insane. Wants them to pay. Maybe he's got, maybe he owns a blackout blind business. Oh, now we're talking, Joel. There you go. There is a part, there are parts of the world, right, where it's like, it's it's sunny for a month. Is it a month? Yeah, it's all sunlight all month. That would, I would say that would be quite intense. Yeah. So there Uh, you go. Imagine it all year round. James Bond has to save the day. Okay. And how, what's he doing? Big satellite with a mirror on it. It's a big satellite with a mirror on it. That feels quite bondy. Annoyingly, the only gadgets Q has available for this film are night goggles, which really (laughs) don't help at all. Except for at one point, Bond knocks the satellite out of whack and then the whole Earth goes dark for a bit. And he's the only man that can see on planet Earth. And yeah, it's a bit of like Perfect. a like Chekhov's night goggles because it's it's played as a gag earlier in the film, right? And you think, oh, that's a yep. funny passing moment. And then before yep. you know it, boom. Uh, here's my idea from me. Shrinking. After every session, the world's greatest therapist gets a tiny bit smaller. <laughs> I t- he's like really good at therapy though. So he's like, it is my, I am becoming like, I'm at like a ant size at this point, but my advice is so good that I've just got to keep going. Big problem, small therapist. I like it. I, I, um, I would go and see a tiny little therapist. I, I would probably just scoop him up and have him in my pocket all the time. <laughs> That'd be nice, uh, wouldn't it? That's that's a lovely image. Yeah, it cost me a fortune. Oh, good, yeah. But maybe his cost would shrink relative to his size. They don't. If he's an inch tall, they don't. Wow, what's he spending all that money on? Because he's the world's greatest therapist, and he's also like, come on. You, you're paying big bucks for this guy now. He's 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 half a centimetre tall. He's true. a TikTok sensation. He's not. <laughs> he doesn't need to climb no towers. No, that's very true. All right, I'll pay it. <laughs> hey, well done, everyone. John, uh, we have to pick a winner from today's list. I feel like we didn't do that many films today. I think someone hogged the show talking about... Health and safety. Health and safety training. Uh, um, so I don't want to give it to Labyrinth. Um, no. Blade Runner, Palm Stings, Everest... I think it's Palm Stings for me, John. Uh, Palm Stings. Congratulations, Stu. You win Handy, again. Starring Handy Sandberg. Hello. We'll be, right, we'll be right back after this music. Well done, John. Well done, Joe. I didn't yeah. say that a big thing was coming to get us, so... It's fine. Um, we had to end the podcast because... Uh, a zombie car was about to rear-end me. There you go. How you doing, John? Are you enjoying anything? Uh, I'm halfway through the... Um, I'm always halfway through when I do yeah, these blooming things. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's not suspicious. I have a baby, therefore <laughs> I don't really get much time. I'm watching the Luther movie, which I've heard not great things about, but I'm enjoying mm. it so far. And I've watched everything else of Luther, so I'm, it's not like I wasn't going to watch it. I need to watch that. I need to watch that. Have I got anything to recommend? I don't really think I have. What? But I'm watching a show that I really like uh, on the BBC, Race Across the World, where they get mm. five pairs of people 
to get from one place to another place with a limited pot of money. It's great TV. It's really good fun. Yeah, I feel like that's the sort... I, I absolutely would love to watch that, but I won't because I just... Cool. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the kind of... I Go assume on. you're yet to watch the... I've watched the first episode of the new series of Succession. I we can talk about to. it next week. I'm okay. going to watch it. I'm going to have it on 19 seconds after we finish this recording. I am so Very excited to watch it. Very exciting. Oh, it's so nice when the theme kicks back in and you... Ah! Like a war. And you, and yes. you watch... And you're watching the opening credits being like, this bit's new, but this bit's from the preview. You know, yes. like they're changing it all a little bit. <laughs> and every time, every wait. time it starts, because it's so jarring considering the TV show we're watching, but every time it says Will Ferrell and Adam McKay, I, I, turn, to Sophie, my, I turn to my partner and go, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing there? Will Ferrell's going to take over the company in the final episode. There'll be no previous mention and he'll be the new CEO. Like when he was in the US office for a bit and it was bad. Uh, there we go. Well done, everyone. Have a nice time. Same time next week. Bye-bye, John. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener